Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Come on, give God a shout of praise! This is victory night and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith faith is not a feeling faith is a reality that exists in a different realm and tonight God is creating an environment where you can access that realm and what get what's there for you and get it to you here amen if you knew what i knew you would be more excited than that yeah. Yeah. hallelujah all right please have your seats for a little while we are going to share in the word and then we are going to pray. Prayer. Amen. Pastor Isaac's mom has been in hospital. I want us to agree that she's going to be well. Amen. I just, I just feel like we can agree on that. Yes, we can agree on that. That she's going to be perfectly fine in Jesus name today is Jetty's birthday yeah. it's a blessing great blessing when you find him please I wish him a happy birthday the correct way amen of course, this band is like the best anywhere you can find anywhere. Thank you, guys. Those who are joining us online, thanks for joining us. And uh, we have all the great, great pastors. Pastor Ari is in the house. Yeah. When you've walked with God for some years, you get to a point where you can tell that he's present in a manifest way and that's exactly what I, I know now, right now. Yeah. In fact, this whole preaching thing, I don't know how it's going to work because I feel like praying instead of preaching. Pastor Jeremy and B3 are in the house. Pastor Dr. Emmanuel and Angela. Hey. The thing about worship is that almost everyone is a what? A pastor. Like when I look around, I just see 
apostolic and pastoral anointing everywhere. Hey! The Senyonjos are in the house. The Birulus, the Sebombos, Pastor Rona. Elders are in the house. Cohort shepherds are in the house. The Kisas all the way from Mentebe, the Kazibwes from Mukono, the 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 the, hey, the Amokos. Pastor Max is in the house. Pastor Blessow. Minister Timo is in the house. Mrs. Odera is in the house. Shekebra. Lekete. Rindeke. By the way, if, if this is the night to speak in tongues. <laughs> Wherever they've been refusing you, this is where you can just speak in tongues. Prakaka. Rikede. Shekete. Prakalinde. Whoa. friends just just in case you keep wondering if victory night is on or not it's on and when it's off we'll tell you but for now assume it's on because God gave us a word was that last year <laughs> and I think some things have happened but you have seen nothing yet. You have seen nothing yet. This gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is going to go from this place and go to this whole nation. And you will see it. You will see it. You will see it. God is anointing people to take this gospel to the nations to our nation with signs wonders miracles the eyes of the blind shall be opened the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped the lame shall leap for joy the tongue of the dumb sing for waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert you will see it you will see it. Amen. Acts chapter 10. You sit down and let's do this quickly. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. He was a Gentile. He was a not. He didn't have a relationship with God through Jesus. I want you to listen close because tonight i believe god is going to give instructions to people and thank you for being here this was one of those we said no advertising nothing just tell you tell those who love to pray to come so if someone brought you here and you don't love to pray you're going to love to pray because <laughs> we have only one business tonight jesus amen so and, and it says, this a devout. Now, please pick instructions because I, I don't sense that God wants to divert too much from what he has been teaching us about the Holy Spirit, the anointing, 
because there is a sense in which the next five years are going to be pivotal. Look, look, I had an opportunity yesterday to go visit a man of God who I consider to be one of the foremost ministers, if not the foremost minister in this nation. And I sat down with him and I was just asking questions. And he told me the next five years are pivotal. The same things I've been telling you, he told it to me. That's what he told me. Mark your calendar, June 12th, something might be happening in this place. Don't, don't, don't be missing on June 12th. Yeah. That's what he told me. Next five years. He said, whatever is going to happen to secure the church, the Ugandan church of the future, must happen in the next five years. Those were his words. He said, in the next five years, if we don't do certain things, we will lose the battle. Five years. When we talked, it was, it's, it was a lovely time. I was supposed to see him for a short time. It turned out to be almost three hours. And, you know, just next five years. Okay, sit down. Let's continue. A devout man. He's talking about Cornelius, right? You see how, how God works with people to bring about things that you guys can be sitting because otherwise you're going to wait a little. I will work with Mint for now. Now, remember Cornelius is the first proper Gentile to receive the gospel and his household. And up to that time, the Jewish brethren think this salvation thing is not for Gentiles. So basically, because you are a Gentile, remember Cornelius is our first fruit. Okay. He's our first fruit and all those non-believers in your family, village, district, whatever, take care. Please understand the story well. And maybe I don't know whether I should say this, I'll say it. You know, we are going to plant churches. Hmm? If you are a part of this commission of worship harvest, prepare to be a church planter. That, 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 I can tell you that. I was telling a, a, a friend of mine, Emmanuel Alecho, I don't know whether he's around. We were riding together in the car. He's into construction. And I told him, have you thought about being a pastor? And he said, oh, no. How? Why? How, how can you be here and you haven't thought about being a what? Pastor. So I started telling him that everyone else, their work ends when they die. Yeah. Everyone else. Like, if you are a builder, a contractor, you build a building like this, when you die and go to heaven, it's not there. So your, your experience of your work ends the day you die. If you're a builder. If you're a doctor, you treat people, 
you're treating. Doctors don't treat the spirit. They treat the flesh, even anointed ones like ours here, to sustain life for... And by the way, it's important to live longer because your experience with God grows as you stay around. But whatever it is you do, sociologist, what, what, when, you, when you're done... Yeah, you leave all your work behind for others to either help improve or destroy. The only people who, when they get to heaven, they find their work there. They find the results there are pastors. Yeah. You enter like this, and then they're like, hey, these guys are here also. Hey! Yes! I'm telling you. You should desire to be a pastor. It's the greatest thing you'll ever do. And, and I'm telling you, I've done a few things. When I went to university, the course I went to do architecture was considered the foremost course of the time. Now, to just give you an example, I entered my class in first year and there were about 23, 24 people. And six of those people, including myself, had been in the top ten in the whole country, in, in USCE. How can you have six people of, in top ten in one class? Because there were four guys from the sciences and two guys from the arts who did Meg and somehow got in there. And they were in the top ten, and also for us in the top ten. Myself, Jesse Musamba, Hilary Mugarura, Six of us. Hey. So I'm, I'm telling you that I, I, I have tasted being among academic demagogues. Yeah. Thinkers. People whose processing power is a little bit quick. Yeah. And I can tell you, this life of pastoring is the best. It's the best. Like, like there, is, there is no contest. There is no choice. Yeah. I'm telling you. Decide tonight. To decide tonight that you are going to pastor people. Yeah. I'm telling you, you will experience life at a different dimension. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, there is no way to explain it to you until you actually do it. Yeah. And of course, depending on where you plant the church, it is you start by being a bivocational pastor. In other words, you're holding down your job and work like Dr. Okolo while also pastoring. And then as God graces you and gives you opportunity, the time will come and you give up everything and do the whole thing full time. Yeah. Look, whatever else you're doing, a time will come and you give it up anyway. Yeah. Either through resignation or, or, or retirement or going to heaven. Look, it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to quit at some point. Quitting is inevitable. 
so it's up to you to decide whether you put a, enough time between when you quit and have real impact until you go to heaven or you 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 start trying to do 2030 gathering and you are 93 <laughs> and you can't <come> say waka planting a location Sixty years of telling you you didn't plant. Then at night three, come a No. The Lord is here and is speaking to people. Hey, children's church. The time is now for churches to be planted in Chaliwajala, in Chireka, in Bulindo. In Chiwalogoma, in Mukono, in Jogo, in Chisoga, in Busukuma, Nabusugwe, name your village, Soroti, Lira, Mbarara, Fort Porto, Gulu, Arua, Koboko, Nebi, Kabale. Rukunjiri, Ntungamo, Ibanda, Kale, even Banda. Sit down, Cornelius. I was telling you that. God, look, guys, guys, let me tell you seriously. God is orchestrating things. Yes. <laughs> this is maybe you, you a little bit outside. For us here, these people here, we just marvel the whole time. We are like, how did that even happen? Like, what? Yeah. We are in constant marvel mode. Wow. Only God. And you know, Cornelius verse 2 was a devout man and one who feared God with all his household. Are you, are you with me? He was a devout man. You know, guys, the thing of devotion to God must become personal. 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 you people what God is going to do in the next five years requires you to get serious with your devotion to God what I know is that God has been waking you up earlier than usual to pray if, if you are the one put your hand up put, uh, you see uh, you see yeah how did I know I've not done an uh, uh, whatever a survey? No, because it's been happening to me too. Yeah. 
Even when I set my alarm, I said, okay, edit a long while before that, I okay, move the alarm to 4.30. Before 4.30, I'm like, what am I doing awake? What's wrong? It's even raining. I'm supposed to be even enjoying deeper sleep. That's the time to get out. Shake it, bra. He's still moving. He's still moving. Just how great. How great is. And he's using people. Yeah. Look. If you were just opening your eyes when I said how many people God has been working you up earlier, me, I didn't expect the hands to be that many. Yeah. I didn't know God is interested in that many people. As far as moving his work forward is concerned. Please, it's time. It's time. It's time. Time, time, time. It's time. It was time long ago. Hey, guys. I can tell you there is a, 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 a great window of opportunity for the gospel in our nation. It's, it's upon us. So a devout man who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and what? prayed to God always. You see, it's very easy to check a man's devotion to God. It's not complicated. Prayer and generosity. Yeah. In fact, generosity comes first. Yeah. Most people have been kept away from the anointing because of their attitude towards money. One, and I've taught this many times. One thing I know about anointed people, at least the ones me have met, is that they make, their generosity would make you question your salvation. Yeah. Whether you are really saved. When you find out how they practice generosity with God and with people. You can say, me, I'm generous with God. At it's between me and God, no one knows. As for you, by your own chapati. You know? No. <laughs> Generously to the people. And pray to God often. Always. Look, a non-believer is praying to God. Always. You, you can even pray in tongues. Okay, me. I, I can even pray in tongues, but am I even at Cornelius' level? Well, okay. Amen, brothers and sisters. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, and when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? 
So he said to him, verse 4, are you with me? Read that quotation, please. Your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Have you ever seen things which people build on the earth to create memory? Memorials. Monuments. Great things. Never forget. Ariho Kamara. P7, 1992, something. Written up there on the, on the, with chalk. Written up on the, you know that stuff in the classroom, the, the, the roof trusses. That's where they write, never forget. Well, you know, you're trying to extend your memory everywhere. It's a human condition. Yeah, even these graves we are stuck with of building concrete graves. It's just for that. Otherwise, after a few years, nothing is in there apart from nails and hair. Yeah, it's just a human desire to extend memory. And he says, your prayers, your prayers, these ones you're praying here tonight, those ones you're praying every day in the morning, you're giving your arms you're building not on earth but in heaven you're building a memorial before god these others people build before men this one is before god he says your prayers and your arms they have come up for what a memorial before god Wow. Wow. You mean God remembers? Look, the Bible doesn't say Cornelius had got several breakthroughs during his prayer life. What? He got this, that, the other. Of course, he got several breakthroughs because his position, he was a centurion. He lived in the capital city of that region, Caesarea. He, was, he, he had a good life. So it was working. But that's not the point. The point of prayer is not that immediate thing you're looking for. No. It's seeking relationship. Cornelius, what did he need? If Cornelius was here today, what are you praying for? Like what was he praying for? A new horse? A promotion? Uh, 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 what are these jobs people do in outside countries? Eh? No, not Chayonamwe. Eh? Expatriate? He was an expatriate. He, was, he wasn't from Caesarea. He was from another place. He was an expatriate. He had been promoted to probably one of the highest ranks possible. He had money. He, he, he had a good family. You can say that. He had friends because when Peter came, a lot of people came to his house. He had a good house. He had everything people are praying for. So what was he praying for? Guys, 
there is a whole generation that we are responsible for and it requires us to stop praying for those things it's time to shift focus it's time to shift focus yeah yeah these are the things they will be added to you they will be added to you seek first the kingdom of God the kingdom of God the salvation of men and women the deliverance of nations from the bondage of Satan that's what we here for that's what victory night is about. it's not about your victory it's about the victory of God over the works of the devil amen so he says your, your prayers have come up for a memorial before God wow the time okay okay The next thing is very interesting. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Then it, they tell him, he's lodging with Simon, Atana, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. When you pray, God sends you a man. Yeah. The reason most people are saved and stuck is that they prayed. They prayed. They prayed. They prayed. They prayed. And God kept sending men. God kept sending women. God kept sending men. God kept sending women and they come to those he came to his own and his own did not receive him yeah. think about it Cornelius is not having a dream Cornelius is not having a, he's not in a meeting where someone is giving a word of knowledge this is an angel from heaven live in front of him and the angel says you know what those ends where i come from they've had you now send for a human being someone is understanding me yeah, because you, you want an angel before you can believe the miracle working God that is here right now this evening and the angel has come and the angel has said e, 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 there is a fisherman <laughs> isn't that amazing you pray God I want my church to grow we want our MC to grow. We want um, church to multiply. And God sends a man. And then you say, but God, we want to hear from you. And 
God is like, oh my God. <laughs> How many men and women have been sent to you and you kept praying past the instruction of sending for them or receiving them? God sent a man. You needed wisdom for your business. God sent a man. You kept praying. You needed wisdom for your marriage. God sent a man. You kept praying. You needed healing for your body. God sent a man. You kept praying. You needed deliverance of your whole family. God sent a man. You kept praying. Oh, a woman. Friends. That ends today. We, we are wiser than continuing to do that. So send for the man. Send for this man. Now, verse 9. The next day as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up in the, on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. That should be, I think, midday. Do you see how God works? On one side, a man is praying. A man is praying. God says, send for a man. The man they are sending for is also praying. Yeah. Now, listen. To you who is here, you may not know, but you occupy two places. Many times. Every shepherd is a sheep. Every shepherd is a sheep. Yeah? So, one, while you're praying, be cognizant that God is going to send a man or a woman so don't pray right past them. Leke braha. Mukama vayo joli. And it's like that one, that one. Leke pray. Then on the other hand, you are that man. You are that woman that God is sending to someone. And you'd better be praying. Wait. You see, when you are a man or woman that God is sending, you <laughs> when you go to pray, you're not praying for anything. You're praying to be ready. I believe that Cornelius's prayer and Peter's prayer were very different. Both were praying. The ones receiving are praying. The ones being sent are praying. Did you know that it's so much easier to receive a miracle when you are praying than when you're not? Okay. Peter was also praying. Then there's that whole discussion about animals. I will skip it. So those guys came. Verse 24. The following day they entered Caesarea. So they've gone. 
Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. Hallelujah. Cornelius was serious with God. Moreover, God picked him to be the first fruit of the Gentile believers. He's like, I, am I have many duties, but they've told me to send for a man. Let me prepare. Invite who should be here? Who else should be here? You know, people. Ministry sometimes is simply making sure that someone is around. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Don't, don't be in it for yourself. Me, I went. We had a good time. We prayed. We prayed. Who did you bring? Where is your family? Where are your close friends? You are responsible for your family and your close friends getting to know God. Okay. I told you there would be some instructions. Yeah. And the wise ones are receiving them. Because you see, God is about to do something. And Cornelius, because he has been praying and doing everything, he's like, I sense it. Something serious is about to happen. Call them. Go call those people. Hey, bring those ones. So, hey. Didn't I tell you, June 12th, don't be missing. And then, okay, what happened? Where is the next verse? 25, okay. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up. I myself am also a man. You see, that's the problem. These people that God has deployed in your life, they are just men. They are just women. Yeah, in fact, Cornelius, you people, this, this, this text, if you read it carefully, it's a very revealing text of hearts. Hearts. Yeah? Where every part does its share. Now think about it. Cornelius is a centurion. Do you know what it means to be a centurion? <laughs> this is a, a top, top Roman army commander. Now, a centurion is trying to fall on the ground before this Jewish fisherman. What he was doing was not correct theologically. Yeah? You shouldn't worship people. But it reveals his heart. It reveals his humility. Are you with me? You know, sometimes you'd rather get it wrong theologically when your heart is correct. Because there are those who have it right theologically, but they are, they, they are not, they, they don't get anything. Yeah, because they, they, they're like, 
some fisherman called from Joppa is dwelling at whatever's man. Are you with me? So, in, in worshipping Peter, he was wrong. But it reveals the posture of his heart. And in Peter stopping him from doing that and picking him up, it also reveals the posture of Peter's heart. The things that happen when people who are committed to things other than themselves meet. So everyone is not trying to be the big dude. Everyone is humbling themselves. So he tells him, get up. He lifted him up. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. So he tells that whole castoria, Jews don't go on to what? ETC, when I prayed, I sent for you. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, in truth I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. We'll be praying soon, so don't worry. The word which God sent to the children of Israel preaching peace through Jesus Christ is Lord of all. That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. God wants to anoint you as well with the Holy Spirit and with power so that you go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil. That's our portion. That's our portion. Amen. Yes. I bet that you're already anointed. You're already anointed. Very anointed. Yeah, I know the devil wants you to think you are not anointed. So that you treat the anointing you possess lightly. No. You are very anointed. Yeah, I'm serious. Please, I'm not bumping you up. I'm telling you truth that you need to know tonight. You are anointed. You see, the challenge is you're a human being, so you don't feel anointed. <laughs> no one feels anointed. Even me, I don't feel anointed. <laughs> But I know that I am. You have to know it. Because anointed people don't look a certain way. You can only tell from the effects, but from the looks, no, they look exactly anointed and unanointed people look the same. It's the effects, not sure. But, hey, did you see? I think that person is what? So how God anointed, that's, even Jesus was very ordinary. The other guys needed guides to show them that this is the one to arrest. They couldn't pick out the anointed guy from the rest of the crowd. So they needed, the one I kissed, take him, he's the one. Are, they, are you sure? Yes, he's the one. You just come with me. The one I kiss is the one. Otherwise, you pick the wrong guy. Yeah. Crucify a sinner. <laughs> waste of nails you know 
Are you there? Are you blessed? You are blessed. You are anointed. You are good. You are in God's big plans. You know you are. You may be sitting there on that plastic chair. You don't know that you are in God's big plans. God's planning big things. Yeah. You can be there and God is planning for a whole city. You are in his plans. Like this is the one who is going to go and what? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The greatest privilege you'll ever have is God to start drawing you to himself. I'm saying, start praying. Pray, pray. Skip that meal. Skip that phone call. Skip that appointment. Just, I'm telling you. That's the stuff. When God loves you, he starts drawing you and, and putting fresh oil. Fresh oil, I'm hearing that word right now. Fresh oil. Thank you, Jesus. Our heart is now yielded to thee. Yielded to thee. Spirit of the Lord divine. Broken we waiting for thee. Waiting for thee. Oh, Spirit of the Lord divine. So he talks. And we are witnesses of these things which he did both in the land of the Jews in Jerusalem where they killed him by hanging on a tree him God raised up on the third day showed him openly not all the people but witnesses chosen before by God even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead and he commanded us to preach to the people he did what? Being a pastor, huh? you see, when you're a pastor like me, you can obey Jesus' command of what? Preaching to the people. Yeah. When you're not a pastor, you just disturb people for nothing. You have no one to preach to. So you can't obey the command. Yeah. Are you there? He commanded us to preach to the people and to what? Testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes whoever believes will receive remission Bible says that while Peter was still speaking these words while Peter was still speaking the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word tonight you may have come with many many things on your mind I want you to just desire one thing fresh oil fresh anointing 
fresh oil, fresh anointing. Why don't we stand and just start praying? Just start praying in the spirit. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.